Welcome to the On Topic Podcast special episode. Why is it a special episode, John? Because it's it's Halloween. It's actually it's, Halloween it's right It's actually now. on topic yes. in more ways than one. It's It's literally what's going on. It is the topic, and it is the topic we're covering at the same time. So what does How Does the Podcast Work, Richard? It's a weekly podcast that takes a sideways look at a specific topic each time. Uh, this time... It uh, is Halloween, like we say, uh, but each episode is completely different. Could be a completely different topic. Probably next time it'll be rabbits. Could be a completely different topic in about five minutes. Yeah. If, if, if we normally... We try to stay on zombie, but we drift. Yeah, uh, that's, that's fine. But that's part of our charm. Yeah. Um, I, I quite like so... the idea of Halloween uh, slash scary movies slash ghosts. Yeah, slash... we're going to... On this particular one, we are going to drift off topic because well, that's once you've talked about how annoying trick-or-treating is, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, yes. So, Halloween. Halloween. Obviously, there's a lot of bits to it, but I think what well, that is what comes to my mind straight away, the whole trick-or-treat thing. I think it does, but is that because you've got kids? Do you let? Do you do? Do you have Halloweeners around you? Like trick or treaters, sorry, Halloweeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get trick or treaters. Do you put a the, right? So the code in our village is if there's a pumpkin outside, you can knock. Yeah, I to think, be honest, um, we don't have a front garden or a path. So if there's a pumpkin outside, you're probably going to get sued because <laughs> someone's going to trip over a pumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the I, that is the kind of rule we only go to houses we know anyway. Right, right. Uh, I say we. My wife takes them, but. Um, yeah, that is meant to be like the national rule, isn't it? The whole yeah. pumpkin thing. But I it's don't a... think, I don't know how well observed that is. In the, in the village, it's very strict rules. Yeah, I, I think if you well, don't... only about twelve kids in your whole village. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, actually. Because all the so, do you pumpkin... even bother buying sweets? No, because you know no one's coming. Well, I don't put a pumpkin outside. Yeah, no, but then if someone knocks, they won't. They never, they never knock. They you don't have a digestive. This will be the fourth year. Yeah, they can have a beer or something. <laughs> I give them a beer, a pack of cigarettes, yeah, and a knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then to... say one of one of those things is behind this box. Be on your way. <laughs> one of the, these things is behind this box. Pick a box. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's the knife, you just stab them. <laughs> oh, nice. No, uh, yeah, they don't knock on the door. Um, so it's not it's not so much of a sort of, sort of trouble, really. I remember as a child, it had, it had come into place as a custom. It had, for you, it had. There's another age difference thing with us, because that hadn't. So, uh, yeah. So it had come in. I wasn't super mega popular. We kind of did what I do with my kids now, which is just pop around a few of our neighbours' houses. Right. No big expedition or anything. I remember going to my friend's house uh, a couple of days after Trick or Treat. Right. And he had a cauldron the size of a real cauldron. Right. So it could fit like a toddler in. <laughs> I like uh, how you say size of a real... Like, I've got that in my head. Yeah, of course. Cauldron yeah, size. Yeah, yeah, like a half bath. <laughs> Full to the brim of sweets that wow. he'd harvested Trick or Treat in. And I remember thinking... Oh, I'm not doing it right. That's crazy. 
they was they were really into it and like I don't know what they were going to do with that. That's more than a year's supply. Sweet, yeah. And I just don't. That's going to just live there forever. I don't can't, remember. Can't put I, your cauldron away. The first ever Halloween, right? So, couple of caveats here. Because my mum's a preacher, sometimes she has odd ideas about things. So my mum thinks that star signs and people who talk about star signs uh, are basically encouraging the devil, right? She's not normally vocal about much, but that's one. That's the devil, definitely. And when we were about, in about 1988, my parents got divorced in 88. But it must have been later than October because my mum still lived in the house. That The idea that there was some trick-or-treaters in the road in the little village that I'm from, I don't know where it came from, but that there was. And so my mum just turned off all the lights. Right. So we sat in the kitchen in the dark waiting for him to go away. That's the first thing I remember of trick-or-treat. Like, there's, there's the thing, it's called trick-or-treat, and they knock on your door, and they, you have to give them sweets, or they do, or they do something. But... As well, far it's as I'm concerned, devil. It's the devil. So they turn the lights off. That's what you do, by the way. If the devil's coming, turn the lights off. He will. Yeah, be... I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that. Very bad night vision. That's <laughs> like a. That's like a bad decision they make in a horror movie. <laughs> there's an attacker no, atta- atta- dressed as a clown behind me. Turn the lights off. <laughs> Grab your panda pop. Get on the table. Right. Get ready. Bang. I just yeah. want to make it more eighties, um, but yeah, I do remember sitting in the dark. But that could have only been. You used to do that when the tax man came. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that can have only been about uh, half past five or something. Like half past five. Yeah, well, five. it gets dark quick. So we change the clocks. It all, yeah. it all adds up. So it must have, yeah, because we, and we were in the we we, we ate our dinner in the kitchen. So I, I that can be the only reason I think we were in the kitchen at a little table. And then my mum said, yeah, turn the lights off, trick-or-treaters are coming. So that was it. Turn the lights off, get the Ouija board out. <laughs> get naked. Yeah. <laughs> Run outside, covered in goat's blood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that yeah. makes as much sense. Yeah, and then the next time, the next time I'd ever heard of trick-or-treating, because it wasn't a thing. Ooh, in... We should caveat this. With what? For our 12 all... American listeners. Oh, Yeah. This is what was okay because I'm about to talk about an American. We We're talking, have... but we are saying we are talking about this like it's a bit of a half concept, a bit of a not a widely, super widely dealt with thing. But like in America, they love it. Oh, it's massive! It's and absolutely that, huge. That has got a brilliant link. There was a we have um, in Suffolk. There's lots of we used to be more RAF bases, and some of them were American. And there, there was a very large one in uh, there's two. Christ, I can't remember the name of the other one. Anyway, Bentwaters was a massive American base. Uh, and Milden Hall is the other one. That's where President Trump landed, I think, Milden Hall. Oh, anyway, right. Bentwaters used to be a huge American base. And I don't know if you know this, but American bases, once you get past the gate, you're on American land. Soil, yeah. American soil. And they have their own supermarket there and everything. That. And streets. And one of the kids in my year at school when I was about 12, was American. I must maybe maybe was about 11. I think he was a Cub Scout. He went trick-or-treating on the base because his dad was, and mum and dad were American and they lived off the base, but they he went back to go trick-or-treating on the base. And he came back with a bin bag full of American yeah. candy. 
which yeah. I'd never seen before. It was mad. And yeah. we were going, how did you do that? And he had, uh, do you remember Willy Wonka's Gobstoppers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had nerds. He had dweebs. And I mean, he Hershey. had load. Yeah, nobody wants that. And we were we were just gobsmacked that that was a thing. Yeah. I bet they were gasping for it, though, on the American base, because it's a touch of home, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I remember people getting the odd toffee apple when I was a kid. They'd go knocking on doors and get a toffee apple, pack a polo, (laughs) half a Milky Way. They're always the kid that came into school the day after saying, oh, yeah, I got about 25 quid. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you do that? Well, you just knock on doors when you think they've run out of sweets or they won't have sweets, and you just look really sad. About half eleven at night. Yeah. Well, you always get the late ones because you get late a, ones? Could, well, you can get the late ones, and and that's always like really cringy because they're about thirty years old. Oh, right, those. They're, yeah. they're only wearing a bin bag, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's too late. You're too old. Do you really like chewits at your age? And it's like. Oh. Do you do that if it was me, right? Because you, so you've got sweets in the house right now, have you? In case they're not yeah. the door. So, are you hoping that not like it pisses it down and not many knock, and then you? That was amazing last year. <laughs> well, it absolutely hammered it down last year, didn't it? I see you just ate all the sweets. Uh, no, look, well, they, the kids will just work their way through them ultimately. I just like the idea of you kind of going, yeah, just pisses it down, and you go score. I've got, no. I've got eighty packs of. The Haribo fat tank plastic to go through. <laughs> You're about yeah. things that are really special. Yeah, I, no, it's probably a bad thing because I will, I will graze them <laughs> if they're there. But like, we're sort of, it's quite good. Kids have sweets that I don't like and stuff, so I'm generally not too tempted. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It's now you, when you've got kids, double sided because if if, the, if it's raining, they can't go out. They're good. So yeah, I'm happy to accept a few people knocking on the door. Wow, it's fine. That is crazy. Uh, if if I lived alone now, if I was a single bloke living alone, I'd just go to the pub tonight. You just go to the pub? Yeah. If, they, if the kids don't turn up. No. I mean piss it down. No, no matter what. Because I can't be bought if I was a single bloke living on my own. Oh right, 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 right. I'd to save being asked constantly getting up and going and doing the door and everything, I'd just go to the pub. That seems fair enough. They won't knock on the because they won't knock on the door. I don't feel the need to be no. in or out, so it, no. it, it, it's fine. And we might we're, we're in a very family friendly area, though. Like we're literally right. a cul-de-sac estate. How I know the kids are coming is the sound of uh, plastic pumpkins. The sound of swearing. <laughs> the sound of those plastic like pumpkin buckets rattling. That's what you hear. And then you hear like me 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 like the kids, and then yeah. they the, the sort of blah, 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 blah. yeah. There's not yeah. really, as you say, there's no real. What dragon the cutoff is, age wise? I think. What do you think it should be? Twelve. I think that's probably yeah. enough. I think that's going to high school. You don't want to be aggressive. You you know you're already vaping. Yeah. If you go to you're high already, school, you've already started. You've already moved past sweet, Surely. You've got a favourite pub. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I think I went. I think I, I think I went at twelve. In um, I lived in Reading for a while, and I took my dad's boss's kids out trick or treating. I was supposed to be the older one looking after them, and I did wear a bin bag, 
and some <laughs> green. Do you remember that green hairspray? Yeah. Green yeah. hairspray and then probably talcum powder on my face is probably it. Uh, did you ever do like a proper, really good Halloween costume? No, because I don't have any friends. So I don't get invited to stuff. Yeah. I haven't done an amazing one. They always look so naff. I remember one of my neighbours. Even a really good costume looked bad because it's men that look bad. Well, the best one I've ever seen was one of my neighbours who was going to a bad taste Halloween party and he was dressed as Jimmy Savile. <laughs> no. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> he hadn't been caught by then. Um he was dressed as Ronald McDonald and absolutely splattered in blood, like he'd just that's murdered somebody. Good. Yeah, that's good. And I quite liked that. I thought that was quite good. Yeah, that's good. That it's is good. striking. I did see um a bad taste costume yesterday online that was a couple who dressed as Fred and Rose West and they looked like them. Oh, that's good. That's good. I always he... thought Cliff Richard would be the perfect. <laughs> he hasn't been caught yet. He, <laughs> um, yeah, but he really the guy looked like Fred West as well. Like he really did, and he did the voice, which made it funnier. He said it was like uh, him and his wife, and they oh, made. I, a I short wouldn't video. even know what he sounds like. Oh, Bristolian. All oh, right. He said um, he looked. They looked straight down the camera, and he said, he said. Didn't never mention they were Fred and Rose, and went just want to see, you know, if any kiddie, little kids are about want to knock on our door, we got plenty of goodies. So come on, come on. <laughs> and then she kind of went, Oh, that'd be great. And then that was the end of it. And it was like, That was the most messed up thing I've seen for ages. Right, that's really good. But how did it all begin, John? Um, how did what? it all begin? Do you want to know? Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were trying to pass over to me, and I was like, I don't know. Okay, so uh, ancient origins of Halloween. I'll spit all this out, and then we'll then we'll dissect it. Uh, Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celts, who lived two thousand years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland and France and England. Uh, <laughs> celebrated their new year on November the 1st. This day marked the end of the summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Nice. Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. Um, it then goes on to sort of say how it's sort of merged with other things because uh, obviously after the Celts were doing this, the Romans came and the Romans kind of took over that area, didn't they? Uh, and so the Romans mixed uh, in to the Samhain with two of their festivals that were around the same time and they all got kind of merged into one. Ferilia. Uh, Right, uh, which was to commemorate the passing of the dead uh, in in uh, Roman culture, and Panoma, which is some sort of celebration of the apple. This is a lot more in depth than I was expecting. And apparently, this is where apple why apple bobbin is bizarrely associated with Halloween. Don't you think? Even though it's not scary, I think it's I. Uh, mine of the sex, I have a similar thing. Uh, in a minute, but they're I think the links are tenuous, and I do feel like that is been... what happened though. They did but used I... to go, Oh, the locals are going to be celebrating at this time, let's just do ours here as well. Got you, but I think the apple thing is 
bollocks. I think that apples. I think somebody realised apples floated. I think that's it. And then it that's a that's a fine game well, well, for apples. Yeah, I think, the rest I think is... it's like all right, we're celebrating apples. What can you do with apples? They I float. don't know. Yeah, they float. Let's figure something out. Yeah, let's try and grab them with our teeth. I don't think that's it. I think fuck all to do with anything else. I think that's just the but that, I part. like. But you, you could you could go. Oh, but why? You know, why is apples? Why do we do it with apples at Halloween? And like you know that the people cover them in toffee and chocolate and stuff. Well, that's because apples are in season right now. That's yeah, and, and that's what that's what the Romans were celebrating. So it just happens that this season is also that okay. season. So it all yeah. just got merged into one over the. Over the cultures merging into one. I think we'd all prefer Apple Day. What's interesting, though, the Halloween thing, that's pretty much... That hasn't been tweaked, if you get what I mean. Right. That 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 basic understanding of what Halloween was 2,000 years ago is the same, really. It's all that, you know, welcoming the spirits or appeasing the spirits and all that. It's not, it's not been tweaked, has it, you know? Like so... Easter. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was. That's you see what I mean? Do you see how, you see how Easter has been tweaked over the thousand years? It's still been tweaked quite a lot, hasn't it? Nobody said dress up like a twat and go and knock on people. I bet they did dress up like twats. <laughs> just say you did. There's no electric light. Nobody gives a shit. Just go. Just you dress up around your cave and you go. Yeah, man, we are. We're mad for it. <laughs> We're always. Yeah. Dressed up as uh, as Fred West. Who the fuck is that? Don't worry, it become relevant later. Do you think it's like? Do you think it's like? It's weird, though, isn't it? Because that was like two thousand years ago when they believed in all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah, we don't believe in all that mumbo jumbo. Some people do. So, do are we doing it semi-ironically as a as a species now? Um, I think some people definitely do it with there with no irony at all. I, That's I've, mad, I've, though, isn't it? I've I've met them. Sorry, carry on with your people. With that your... was it. That was, that's oh, that, was the basic, it. Okay. that was the basic history of, of Halloween. How it started. The Celts are to blame. So, so I've got a couple of what would be deemed as sort of ghosty tales. Yeah, and some people do believe them. I know. I know what you're saying. And uh, I think they're. <laughs> so I used to work in a, a building. It was built in 1903. Tell, tell us a ghost ghost story by all means. I, I'm going to kind of. Um, the most. Often asked questions. The cellars of the building were vast because there used to be workshops. There were a huge number of... If you think the centre of the building, one room in the cellar was 180 metres square and it was surrounded on all sides by other rooms. So it was very, very large. Half the lights don't work because it's not really in use. There's no real point maintaining the lights that much. I just knew my way around. And quite often I'd have to take contractors down there. And one of the first things that asked me, I remember a guy who was working in um, a room underneath the reception area. Or, yeah, the foyer. He was working down there. I made sure he knew where he was. I made sure what I used to do is leave the lights on, on the way to where they were working. And then, so I said, just follow the lights out. Don't come, go off the path of the lights. Sure. And they'd say, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And a guy, when when he was setting himself up with his tools and stuff, he said to me, uh, uh, at the weekends, I'm a bit of a ghost hunter. And I went, right. And he went, and I can actually feel like spirits. And I went, right. And he went, do you think it's haunted down here? And I think it's the best answer ever. I just went, if you want. And he said, sorry? And I went, if you want it to be, yes. 
and then just walked off. But the cellar used to be one of my favourite things. You know when you've got a joke that you've done 50 million times, you just refine it. This joke I used to be able to use on a stranger on a monthly basis, and I refined it over the eight years that I worked there, so that it was almost a bit, because it was always a bit to them. I would turn to the cellar door, which is always locked, put my key in, unlock the door, and feign pushing the door open, and then stop. And then I'd turn back and say, just a quick one, um, do you like spy? have you got any problems with spiders? And they'd go, um, uh, not really, uh, I suppose. And I'd say, oh, okay, well, to be fair, there's not many spiders down there because spiders need flies to kind of keep where they are or, you know, something to eat. And there's nothing really for them to eat down there. You might get the odd cobweb, but to be honest, I've never seen a big spider down there or anything. And they'd say, oh, okay. And then I'd go move forward again and feign pushing the door. And then I'd stop and turn back and say, just a quick one. Uh, another thing, not scared of ghosts, are you? And they'd go, um, just thrown off slightly. Um. Uh, not really. And then I'd go, good, because they don't exist. Grow up. And then I'd go downstairs. With them. There you go. But I really enjoyed it every time I did it. Yeah. We did have, in the building, there was, I was told the tale of a poltergeist, which oh. moved things. And this was uh, an, old, an old big building you used to manage, isn't it? I used to manage, yeah. Yes. For five floors, uh, 90, uh, 90 residents, uh, all over 55. And there was a poltergeist who moved Ooh. things, particularly, particularly TV remotes, <laughs> a pot slippers, plant, oh, pot, pot, plants, pot plants and pictures. Uh, but because there was lots of art school pictures on the wall. But I mean, like twee shit. I hate that kind of that, right. that kind of uh, per square inch art, which I think is just shit. You know, someone's just 50 people in a room have painted a landscape and they just get flogged for the price of the canvas, basically. Yeah. And then an idiot building like that, just to put anything on the wall buys them and you end up with all these fucking pictures. But these would move. And pot plants, in particular, I think it was Christmas cacti, which are these fucking things that get out of control. These get moved all the time. And his name was something like Jeff the Poltergeist would be reported uh -huh. And at no point was I allowed to say that it was actually just a resident with Alzheimer's who was moving things. <laughs> that was the rule. Yeah. Because I was told to stop saying that because it would make everybody angry, even though I knew exactly who it was. And when they did it, I wasn't allowed to say that was what it was because they all wanted to believe in Jeff, the poltergeist. Oh, well, OK. Fair enough. That, that happened quite a lot. Yeah. But yeah, ghosts. I worked in that building eight years. I it was an old Edwardian that. hotel. I never saw. We have um, very very close to where I live. We have um, a closed down mental hospital. Oh right, and it's and it has been used on one of those sort of wanky ITV four <laughs> Derek run, uh, yeah type things. I don't, I don't think it's that one with him, but it's one with the lass. He always when he got possessed by a ghost, they always had a Scouse accent. Which is lucky, if anything else, wasn't it? Yeah, and people oh, do. People sort of break into it to have a little. little I mean, little Tim, hunt. and I used to live here like fifty years ago. <laughs> oh, I've never seen ones where they let chat in and that. Oh, they do. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, when I've seen it, they're just all looking really scared, and then a door shuts. No, Derek because a producer shut a door. 
was possessed a number of times. He was possessed. Oh right, I haven't. Oh, I haven't really seen him in action. I, I've only watched it maybe a couple of times because I uh, people just talked about it, and I thought I should maybe just watch that. And I, I did actually once go in Ipswich. I went on a ghost walk. Oh, um, I went on one in Sheffield. Oh, did you see the ghosts? No, but no, but it was awesome though. Really good stories and stuff about you know what it was more, more like a history of Sheffield City Centre than. Oh, that's you know, quite good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really interesting, but not like scary or didn't know. I didn't see it, but yeah, but it was still. I still thought it was very entertaining. We wandered around Ipswich Quay mainly the dock, and as you say, it was lots of historical stuff. And we were being the the worst thing was, uh, we were invited by a couple of friends of ours, and we went with them, and the 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 sort of tour leader was not. Very inconspicuous. He looked like a druid. Big flowing beard, massive hair, cloak. It was like a Wednesday. Yeah, ours had a cloak. And he had a fucking great stick, like a shepherd's yeah. crook type thing, like Dumbledore or something. And he was too loud. And I felt, I felt socially awkward that other people thought we were dumb enough to be on this ghost walk. Yeah. Like anybody else walking past and he would be kind of pointing at a window like this window here is where um, Fanny McAdams is uh, said to live and she appears on a Thursday. Oh, fuck me. I I found a really good way to get out of the tour. Oh, you bailed. It was bitter. It was so cold. <laughs> you know when the cold has gone to your bones? It, I was so fucking cold. It was about, we were about an hour and a half in and the second to last place that was haunted was a pub which we went into to not buy a drink oh. he just carried on with the tour i don't know if the pub knew about it or whatever he walked in with 20 people and just started spouting shit and waving this fucking stick around and telling us a ghost story and when we got to the end of that bit the uh the couple who were loving the they were loving it by the way they love ghosts they said Come on, John. It's the next one now. And I said, I personally am very spooked by this pub. So I'm going to stick around and see if the ghost shows up. Because I don't think we've given it enough time. We've only been here like five minutes. So if you go to the next one and then meet us back here, we'll be here. And then I yeah, just stayed in there. I went on a bar bar crawl in Tenerife. It was a bit like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was like 40 quid. We all met in this one bar, then we walked all the way to the guy who's running the bar crawls bar. But right stopped, on the other side of the middle of at, nowhere. Did you stop at other bars on the way? Nope. Oh, fuck. That's just 20 minute walk. That's just basically. See, why can't we meet really at your pub cool. and then go on the bar crawl, you weirdo? <laughs> They're probably the best bits of a package holiday. I have been on it, but I did one in Egypt. Just remember getting absolutely shit faced. So you don't, like, know of a specific ghost story you want to tell us, then? Um, I I know of a... I kind of do. I don't really know any of the top of my head. I think I instantly dismiss these things, so don't commit them to memory. So we have one in the village that I'm from, right? Okay. And it is... It is known... for being haunted. We used to have a haunted if... pub, but it's now a Domino's Pizza. <laughs> so I don't know if that's 
still haunted now or not? I think it just carries on. Yeah, I think that you get it with the kind of comes with the property. So it went viral the, when it became a Domino's pizza because uh, it became a famous like TikToky type video where uh, it was like laziest man in the world and someone had captured on their phone a guy getting the Domino's delivery from the one that I'm talking about to next door where he lived. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. They're trying to get out. We had, right, so in the village, there is a murder story in this in our, in our village. And from, was there an actual murder? There was a murder. And I don't know if, this is quite interesting if you're a, um, if, you're, if you're not from the, this wonderful country. Uh, excuse my language. My phone just started ringing, but I've stopped it. Sixteen ninety nine. Sixteen. Wow. There was a man called Jonah Snell um, in the village who killed. Um, he killed a father and son who shared the name. They were John Bullard and John Bullard Junior. And he. He he was an axe wielding maniac, wow. who killed a father and son. Their house still exists. The, the 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 people who yep. were murdered, the victims, the victims, and what also still exists is the gibbet, and a gibbet is the where they were hung. He hung them as well. No, no, no. He was hung for the murder. Oh. So he, he murdered them in 1698. Yes. He was charged with murder. They built the uh, hangman's noose, the gibbet, yes. yep. and hung him from it. Yeah. And then what they did well, was they, right. they sold bits of it. They'd sold the rope and they'd sell bits of the thing. Oh, yeah. And the Money gibbet, for a rope. <laughs> and the gibbet is still there in the village. I know we know I know exactly cool. where it is. You can walk there and it's there, and it's said to be haunted by the ghost of the axe wielding maniac. That's good. That's very good. Whose name is what did I say his name was? His name is something. Jonah Snell. Yeah. And there's a little placard, the little uh on it that says Pottsford Gibbet, which is the gibbet that was last used in sixteen ninety nine. It's quite incredible that it's still there. It's cool. Four hundred years later, just sat there. Yeah, no, that's cool though. That's a good bit of history. Yeah, there's just a bit of wood in the ground, and that's it. And then there's a little bit round it, a little fence. Yeah, we've got just... some like um, some villages have like stocks still mm. from back then, round this way. But isn't it amazing that that has existed longer than the United States has yeah. been a thing? Yeah, yeah. I remember somebody. I remember watching a video of some Americans. And they're going, "You never, you, you'll never guess what this window is actually a hundred years old." You could just look out your front door yeah. and go, "Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. if that's what we're yeah. fucking doing." Out of my window, there's a castle that's twelve hundred years old. I often wonder what metal detectorists do in America. That's a weird one, isn't it? Because you're going to find just, shit. Just let a pick Yes, literally what they are. It's just find a shit that's not that old. Oh, look, found a bit of stuff. I was going to ask you about scary movies. Have you got any favourites? I've got a top 40 list. I do have some Do you actually like them in general? Because I struggle 
to watch I enjoy so. them, um, but it's fairly pointless because my darling wife does not like them at all. Ah, you see. So I can't really watch them much. Have you got know. any favourites? Yep. Yeah. Uh, past favourites have been, I've pro- I've watched all the Friday the 13th back in the day. Okay. Uh, I watched all the Freddy Kruegers. I met Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger as well. Ah, cool. At a Comic-Con. He's a bell-end, by the way. Oh, right. They to... usually are. Yeah, it's just odd. Still if their career's at the point that they need to go to one of those. Yeah, agreed. He's a dickhead. Um, but, yeah, I met him. I one of my An ex-girlfriend of mine, her sister, was obsessed with horror, and there was only kind of one TV in the house. That's how we, I've seen every Jason film ever. And I've seen all the Halloweens up until the new one that's out now. Uh, and yeah, and recently, of late, I've enjoyed the like in the last 10 years, the Saw series, yeah, which with the even including Spiral with Chris Rock, I quite enjoyed that. And they're not good, they're just fine. My wife hates them. And what's the other one? Final Destination, they get progressively worse. But oh, I quite yeah, I enjoy them, yeah, they're quite good. I think it hit rock bottom when they did the 3D one. That was pretty terrible. Um, yeah, I won't I ruin watched it. That in 3D. Everybody has to watch the end, the last one, because it is, it, it kind of, <laughs> it's it's conclusive. It's the, it's Here's the, the official top forty according to Town and Country Mag. Give, give us the top ten then, because I don't think we need Psycho. Them. Yeah, it's quite good. Hitchcock. More arty. Hitchcock Birds is probably better because it's just Birds horrible. is terrifying. Yeah, that I even I, but that's one of those that still gives you the itches. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, classic. A very modern one. Get Out. Not seen that. Have you not seen that? No. Award winning. Uh, Paranormal Activity. Never seen that. I know you have. You watched it. Yeah. I, it's, to be fair, it's it's a really good concept, really well executed. You know, obviously, it then becomes a franchise and spins off into nonsense. But the original one was sort of like Blair Witch like esque. You oh, know, okay. quite 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 unique in its own way um it's also the highest cost to profit movie of all time because it costs wow. 26 grand to make which one paranormal activity oh wow it was literally just some cctv camera blair witch project hit it there was a real theme at the time wasn't there when that came out because we'd got we'd had yeah i'd all... only just turned 12 <laughs> we'd had all so I'd only just crept in scream um i know what you did last Summer, or whatever it's called. I know what you did last. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. And all those had kind of mishmashed into another, you know, become a thing. I watched all those at the cinema, I think. That's, but that's, I think that's why Blair Witch was quite good because it was kind of like a pushback against that. Yeah. 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 This, it become kind of road trippy, Americanized horror movies, aren't they? Like things like, you know, enjoyable type things. Uh, Paranormal Activity, Child's Play. I remember watching. I remember watching Child's Play two. They, do you remember the connection? Child's Play three was banned in the UK. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, I mean, I am aware of Chucky. Obviously. Yeah, well, Child's Play three was banned when it came to the UK because there was a very prominent murder at the time, which was oh, Jamie, right. Jamie Bolger was killed, and the defence, Jamie Bolger's killer's defence, was that they'd seen Child's Play three. Oh, so it was it, it was instantly banned, but right. it's been proven there's no connection at all between 
violent movies per se. No. Mainstream violent movies and people who do stuff like that. And anyway, but they was banned. Charles Play 3, I remember it getting banned. It's due to a, a specific scene involving a roller coaster. That was how they... It's almost like... Just a defence team made up bullshit. It's, it's, almost the, it's almost the magic formula, though, for a horror movie when it gets banned just for a little bit. Perfect. That's exactly what it did. It's like it the ultimate marketing tool, isn't it? It was basically a dead franchise as well, but it brought back by that. Uh, the Shining. Classic, but not very good, because Stephen King wrote the book... And he hated Stanley Kubrick so much that he effectively commissioned his own version. There's another, there's two Shinings. There's The Shining by Stanley Kubrick, which is the one you're talking about. Yeah. And then there's that The Nicholson. Shining by Castle Rock Entertainment, which is what he wanted to do. And there's now a number two, Doctor Sleep. But yeah, Stanley Kubrick kind of got the wrong idea. He didn't really understand. Iconic, though. Understand. Yeah, absolutely. And he, it, Stanley Kubrick, he... Uh, Shelley Duvall, who plays the wife, he kind of effectively tortured her for two months during the filming. Yeah, he made her reshoot the scene until she until she was uh, incredibly tired and overwhelmed with the whole thing to, to make her to make it look more like he would do 120 takes of a scene to get her to to really feel it. I mean, that's mad. Yeah. Yeah, they were a bit twisted directors. Yeah, he'd be yeah. arrested for that now. But... Uh, the Exorcist. Classic, again. My mum went to see that at the cinema and uh, has never seen a scary film since. i tell you something very weird. You've got to put it yourself in that era as well, 1973. I don't know if you know this, but the, the weird um, group of people who are huge fans of The Exorcist were the Catholic Church. They... <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, well, it gave them a whole new revenue stream. It absolutely did because they were like, "Yeah, see," and and then we go around and we sort all this shit out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we could have just given a cowpole. (laughs) What? What? It's such an odd. I'd love to have been, you know, whoever it was, the cardinal or whatever. You had to go to the Vatican and go. Good news, guys. (laughs) There's this film now, and we're the heroes. What? Yeah. Yeah. True. There's a bit of uh, vaginal masturbation with the crucifix, but forget it. I always think a head spins and she throws up. Yeah, but we are like Superman in that. The head spinning when they're making that and uh, they're working out how they want to do it and they're setting the scene up. Is no one going? So the head's going to turn around. Isn't that going to look a bit wanky? But does think... no one go? No, it'd be fine. It look great. CGI. We'll sort it. At the time, I think it was like. Amazing, wasn't it? And there's a, there's another, there's a back-to-back conspiracy bullshit. There's a conspiracy around The Exorcist, isn't there? Which is, you know, everybody involved with it has died. Oh. But the older a film gets, that's going to become, become more and more of a chance. Uh, yeah. Everyone that's made Gone with the Wind also <laughs> perished. <laughs> and Dad's Army. That's yeah. the other one. That one, I'm, I'm nearly certain that is true, the Dad's Army yeah. one. They're all dead. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. I've not seen that. I've not. I've heard of it, though. Heard of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Conjuring, Saw, sneaks onto the list. Oh, where's that in the list? Two? Uh, tw- like tw- uh, 12. Oh, 12. Oh, okay. I'm just having a quick scroll. Obviously, Halloween, 1978. Yeah. Friday not... the 13th. So many of those cliches from horror films are from those movies here, Halloween and Friday the 13th. 
Jason Voorhees. Kind of started some weird careers as well. Uh, Corey Feltman's first film was a, a Halloween. Not Halloween, Friday the 13th. Mm. Yeah, the uh, budgets are smaller, and so they're willing to take more of a risk on upcoming people. Yeah, and so you end up with these really odd people who just happen to be in a film. I think they're more hit and miss, but you get some, you get some really smart bits of work out of them. You know, because they're kind of a bit out there, aren't they? But sometimes they just click and they work. You I get... think my favourite is The Purge. I've not seen that. Have either. you not seen that? Again, like I don't know if it's a great film per se, but it's a great concept. Mm. One day a year, there's no law. Right. One day of every year, there's no law. And it, it's like you can just... So it changes society because... The idea being it takes away the violence of society because it's condensed into this one day, but it also blows up a huge like security industry. People have these right. amazing security systems for that one day. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, okay. so everyone's got way more protection in their houses. Everyone's armed, but it's uh, most people. For most normal people, it's just a means of protection for that day. I think it's more because I'm more of a grown up now. I'm more thinking about the mess the next day. Like, oh, for fuck's sake! You can kind of keep your way out of it, but if you venture out there. Oh, you or know. you accidentally end up out there. Oh, maybe I'll watch that later. It also um, again it gets spiraled into sequels and sequels and sequels and stuff. I think there's even a TV show of it coming out now. But the original Purge film, I think, is really, really good. Going back to The Shining, uh, it kind of that kind of made Jack Nicholson's career in a way that was he'd just done one play of The Cuckoo's Nest. And then he did The Shining. Two people in One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest and The Shining are the same. So the caretaker in The Shining is played by a guy called Scatman. Is it Scatman Carruthers? No, that's wrong. That's his name in the thing. Scatman, can't remember. He's in. He plays a a orderly in One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Anyway, they move Jack Nicholson from that to The Shining, and he doesn't change character because Jack Nicholson plays Jack Nicholson in everything. Which is kind of, there's very few people like that. Robert De Niro is probably one of them, where you know what you're getting. He isn't going to play the character. He's going to be Jack Nicholson for yeah. the whole movie. And that's yeah. what he did. So it's like, yeah. Jack Nicholson in a mental institute. Yeah. Jack Nicholson in Jack a hotel. Nich Jack Nicholson versus Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you end up with. It's totally true, isn't it? I remember yeah. I found out last week, that uh, was it last week or the week before, that Robin Williams was up for the part of the Joker. Yes, yeah. And then Robin Williams, and then he got beaten by Jack Nicholson because he said, he basically said, oh, I'll do that, I'll take that. And Rob, and he was asked in the interview, like, what did you say when you lost it? And he was like, well, Jack Nicholson was willing to do it. So it was like the end of the conversation. Yeah. Just went, yeah, fair enough. And Jack yeah, Nicholson loads went, of old production How do you want to play files. it? And they went, as Jack Nicholson. <laughs> loads of old production files um, got released. Oh, really? And that's how they found out all the people that were in the running for like, previous Batmans and all that. That's when that came out, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I did too. Speaking of which, um, well, this is completely off topic, um, but in terms of that kind of thing, Henry Cavell, right. who was Superman recently, right. and then did something called The Witcher, uh, he has officially pulled out of the next series of The Witcher, sparking rumours he's definitely the next Bond. Because he was already the bookie's favourite. So you heard it here first on this podcast. Henry Cavill, the next Bond. Switching Superman to Bond. Back. Switching back, here's one. 
I was oh, thinking... can, I, can I just say, two movies also worth checking out. This okay. is absolute nuggets to take from this podcast, if nothing else. Uh, two other modern ones, definitely worth checking out. Bird Box, Sandra Bullock. That's fantastic. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah. She's done some right shit in the last sort of 10 yeah. years, uh, but she was back on form. That was, that's that's uh, definitely worth checking out if you're looking for a movie like that around this time. And you... A Quiet Place. Oh, I've not seen that. Oh, well, that's probably better than Bird. Oh, okay. Well, the Birdhouse I thought was quite good. Is there so little dialogue in it, which I wasn't expecting at all? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, it, well, it's that's the whole point, a, isn't it? Yeah, but it's such a quiet film. It's such an odd thing. I was thinking. I remember getting uh, the hysterical giggles over the most ghostly situation I've ever been in, because I thought anyone else in this situation, this was before mobile phone cameras would have well i don't know i think they'd maybe had a breakdown i used to walk to work um or motorbike to work the same way every day my motorbike must have been broken but i used to go the same virtually the same way every day and it was past the graveyard in felix though the largest graveyard in felix right which is called langley avenue and i was i turned on to the uh, road that the Cemetery's on. I was walking past the cemetery. And then, just one of those weird things, a mist blew in kind of thing. Okay. Classic. Classic, but I've never seen this before. I promise, I absolutely promise it's real and can exist. The mist was only waist deep. Yeah. Yeah. And all, if you looked at the cemetery, all you could see was hundreds of gravestones popping up through the mist. Yeah. That was about, yeah. about uh, well, maybe it wasn't a waist height, about a foot and a half high. And all you could see was it. And it looked like the most terrifying thing you'd ever seen in your life. Like yeah. it was horrific beyond parallel. Yeah. It was just past dusk. It was about, uh, about I used to get to work about six o'clock in the morning because I started walking about 5.45. So yeah, it would have been, I don't know, about 5.55. Just light, foot and a half of mist across the floor, hundreds of gravestones popping out, and these big raw iron gates that and, and fence that run across yeah. the whole whole front. And just me walking along, giggling to myself on a shingle, because it was all shingle that way. And you know if you're walking on shingle, it always sounds like there's someone behind yeah, you. Yeah, So it's... And he thought the worst thing you can do at that moment is run, because that definitely makes it sound like somebody's yeah, running yeah, behind yeah. you. And yeah, just got the, uh, the unbelievable giggles at how terrifying the situation would be. Yeah, I've had that. I've had the whole walking thing, where it sounds like think... someone's walking behind you. You look behind, there's no one there, and like it keeps re- keeps occurring. You know, like yeah, it must be just like a weird echo type thing. I think that's all it is. I think it just bounces back off stuff, and you just think, ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so I, was, I was just like, oh, I don't mind. Someone gets me, I end it now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's. I'm, that, okay. that, I can't, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of like other really scary things that have happened to me, but I sort of put myself in those sort of situations, really. I think you get to an age, and there are things in life that are so much worse that it just stops bothering you. That, yeah. that, that, that actual real things are so worrisome. What do you I, think of like the ultimate? Like, I do think like fairgrounds at night do look. Oh, horrific. Yeah, that's terrible. That's a great set in it for a thing ever. Churches, 
graveyards. They're just almost like they've been designed to be spooky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a church. Uh, yeah, as you will, I suppose so. Oh, and I don't like those uh, fortune teller machines. <laughs> Is oh, it yeah. was it big? Yeah, the movie Big. Yeah. I don't like those. Those aren't nice. I think they're supposed to be like that, though, aren't they? Oh, they're horrible. I do remember this is back in the day, being on a ghost train, and the train broke down halfway round. You always wonder if it's part of the ride. <laughs> no, but it hadn't. So it broke down, the power went, and then we had to get out of there. Oh yeah, because the tracks live, so there was no power. So so we just we just it was kind of going along, and it was back in the day when most of the ghost train was basically just it turning and the noise that <laughs> and it was that and they just said it just juddered to a halt the whole thing stopped and then a voice in the dark said spin a power cut you're gonna have to get off and walk and i remember thinking this is terrifying <laughs> this is worse than the ghost right yeah you should do this every so often yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we kind of, yeah, to walk along the track until we could see the crack in the door and then go and then push the door. Oh, it was awful. Absolutely. <laughs> that was at, like, at, I think it was about 11. I mean, it would have bothered otherwise. And we got wristbands for the day at the fun fair and the power went, just having to walk off the stupid ride in the dark. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. I that's, do, like just the start, that's like the start of the final destination, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the, the reason. My wife has never seen any of the final destinations because she found out about the first one being a plane crash at the start. And she went, fuck that. And then, as we know, we talked about theme parks. My wife is terrified of road coasters and has cried in the queue. And um, when she found out about the third one, which was a roller coaster, she basically was like, are these people maniacs? <laughs> Why would anybody <laughs> watch that shit? Yeah. And so she's never seen them. Because she can assume what happens and doesn't want to see them ever. I, I remember getting told the uh, apocryphal tale of the guy who went to see a fortune teller, Ooh. and they said, and then she, she said, "Don't get on that airplane tomorrow," because he was going on holiday. Right. Don't get on the airplane tomorrow. Just don't go. And he went, "All right," and uh, he didn't go on the airplane, and that airplane did crash. Into his house, it crashed into the hairdressers. He was getting his hair cut in. Instead. Oh no! And he died anyway. I like the fact he told enough people the day yeah. before. No, I'm not yeah. going. No, the hairdresser oh. survived. My favourite thing about those. Uh, so when it's your time, it's your time. I know you're not. Uh, uh, I'm not what a psychic. Every time anyone's told me a story is about a psychic or something, I, I, unbelievably bored. Um, and uh, there's just they're liars or they're mentally ill. They're your only two choices. My oh, a really good guesser. <laughs> my stepfather's uh, very religious, and he every so often he will say something unbelievably funny uh, by accident, and you can't laugh at the time. But there's a little bit in my brain that just makes a note of it. And he said to me once we were talking about something about psychics or something. And it said he's from Dagenham, very hard vowels. So that when I do the voice, I promise it's not that far from him. He was talking about something, and he said. There's something going to be on the TV. I think it was Yuri Geller or something. Oh, yeah. And I said... Uh, How does he do that with them spoons? <laughs> He's already bent them a thousand times before he picked them. So they're the just really supple. That's all it is. That's literally what it is. 
it's been proven that's exactly what he does. He just bends the spoon yeah. until it's about to break, and then does it, and then brings the spoon out. So that's not his most impressive trick. When he got Gary McAllister to miss that penalty <laughs> and in Euro '96, that was that was <laughs> the best thing he did. I think anyway. I think Yuri Geller was going to win the TV, and he and I said uh, that guy's full of shit. You know, he's a knob or whatever. And then my stepdad said, he said, uh, that's the thing with those psychics. And I said, what's the thing? And he said, a lot of them are liars. And I said, a lot of them. <laughs> and he said, he get said, the odd one that's got the gift. He said, most of them, I just make it up. And I said, right. But some of them, he said, well, some of them got me telling the truth. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I thought it was an amazing observation. Like out of all of them, they can't all be lying. Most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't all be doing absolute bollocks. You know, I, I think I would, I would Might say. Have a point. It's a good theory. They, they are all full of shit. Would be what the thing is. But you can pay now. Can't you? I've seen they do it locally. You can pay to go on a ghost weekend. Where they kind of there's professional ghost finders because the most haunted place in the UK, which is uh, not far from here. I can't remember what it's called now. Shit, that's a rubbish tale. Um, you can they, they, it it burnt down years ago, but you can go there in the hopes of seeing a headless monk or something. Yeah, it's only like when you go whale spotting. Well, yeah, but whales exist. Oh yeah, yeah. But you've got all these things. So much money to be made, isn't there? Because you've got ghost detectors. I'd rather do that than a tough mudder. Yeah, true. Actually, given <laughs> the choice, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Uh, do you pay 50 quid to nearly kill yourself? No. no <laughs> £10, you might see a ghost. Yeah, since a bargain, I'll pay that. Yeah. Is there a pub? <laughs> no, I think, yeah, that's just, yeah. We tourism eyes everything, don't we? Yeah. Well, if you had, I hope we do hope you've had a lovely Halloween, whatever you've been doing. And yeah. You've got... Put a pumpkin out, you old Scrooge. Not you, John, but. Well, by the people. time this comes out, it's going to be 8 30 tonight, and they're going to be, ah, oh, I missed it. But if yeah. you get it out late, you might get some of those. And if you just happen to have a pumpkin outside and you're wondering why you're getting so many people knocking on. That is what it is. That's what it is. Keep, stop leaving your pumpkins outside. Yeah, that's it. Oh, last bit. I only found out the other day because I hadn't heard of this pumpkin farm thing that you go to a pumpkin farm and because this has started in the UK now, I go and pick your pumpkin. Yeah. Then I saw one and it was just a field. And somebody just bought a load of pumpkins and put them in the field. Oh, yeah, it works both ways. Yeah, they hadn't grown there. No. And they just, yeah, they just go to the supermarket, buy them all for a quid, put yeah. them all over the field, and then you can go yeah, and pick and they your own. Yeah, them for you if you want. Doesn't? For a fiver. That's amazing. Yeah, good business. Can yeah, you yeah, you get it at farm shops and you get it could, at sort of... Can you imagine you know, the first person who thought of that trying, farms to, and all that trying to convince their other half? Go to Tesco early, right? Buy 100 pumpkins, chuck yeah. them in the top end field, load of knobheads will come and pick them up. Yeah. And they go, that'll never work. And then that day there's a queue outside. Because we're banning immigration in this country, you have to, all great business models involve picking your own. Yeah. Because we've got no one left to do any picking. We do that with strawberries in Suffolk, it's amazing. Yeah. The same strawberries, because we can't, for five times the price. And you've got to do a lot of the work yourself. Yep. Yeah. It's a hell of a business model. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. So that's I, I think that's Halloween. It. That's Halloween. Yeah. Come uh, and join what, what will be the next event where we do one like this? Christmas, I reckon. Holy yeah. Christmas! 
Yeah, because you can't really do fireworks. I think nah. people pretty much understand the Guy Fawkes story. Yeah, I think that's it. And it, yeah, it'd be Christmas, I reckon. I reckon it'd be Christmas. 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 So Unless we can think that. of another festival. Um, please come and join the Facebook group. Uh, go to facebook.com, the one with the blue blue bit with their white F on it, and just type in the On Topic podcast and you'll find the group. There's loads of people who already listen to the podcast in there. Um, send us an email if you want at the On Topic podcast at gmail.com. Oh, follow us on Twitter. Be one of the 40. That's fun. Um, and yeah, follow the go if you're a TikToker because it's big. Go to the On Topic podcast on TikTok. There's a channel there with adverts and stuff. Yeah. Give yeah. it a go. YouTube channel coming soon. Yes. So it's supposed to be done by this week. Late yeah. Well, not a miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> done. Done. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.